Welcome back to our jam-packed Hoop Fiends season preview. Um, we're still here doing our tiers that we had uh, for the East um, with the title favorites up at the top, the L.A. Dodgers second round exit outright the second, Terry Dietz as the Frisky Outs, the Blake Griffin Pistons as the play-in hopefuls, and then Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson for tank and tank adjacent. We just had a wonderful episode where we <laughs> talked about the East and a lot of really bad teams for far too long. Um, so now we're just going to keep shifting gears and plug right into the West. Um, the only team I really want to start uh, going in right ahead with is, you know, we have to talk about the Utah Jazz. We 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 <laughs> never talk about them, so now it's finally time to actually talk about them. They're still far away. There's, I think they're going to be tanking still. As um, as much as like we do, I feel like we are now like a pro jazz pod. We hated them when they were like actually you know borderline title contenders or title contenders in their Rudy and Donovan days. But a lot of fun. But I don't think that um they just have enough power to really get through some more of the juggernauts in the league. But I do love like some of the core of this team. They've got a lot to build on, but. A few more years of just getting prime draft picks. See, it feels like their trajectory to me. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I I feel uncomfortable saying all the way in on the Utah Jazz because I'm not all the way in, but I'm all the way in on them competing for a play in. I'm like almost certain. I'm like that confident of how much I like their guys. And part of it is just how much I like Walker Kessler. It's almost unhealthy how much I like Walker Kessler. But I think he's, like, so good on the defensive end. He's literally a brick wall down there. He's going to lead the league in blocks. I think he's that good. Um, And one of my favorite players, I can't even – I don't know if I've uh talked to you guys about him at all, Uh, but I talked about him maybe in all the summer content. My favorite player to come out of the draft, my favorite summer league guy has been Keontae George. I absolutely adore that guy, and I think he's going to take – uh, the keys to that offense would be the starting point guard by like game 10. There's no way they're going to let Colin Sexton do it. And once he takes over, I think this team is going to take a leap. And I like their role, guys. I've, I haven't even mentioned Laurie Markkinen. I think he's that good as a number one. But I like Jordan Clarkson. I like those types of guys. I like John Collins coming in. I just think they're going to be very, 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 very uh, frisky, but like not frisky enough to make the frisky tier. I'm with you. That's kind of how I'm, I'm feeling around with them, too. I think their top-heavy guys, Laurie, Walker, and John Collins, are all very good and serviceable, and I think their bench guys aren't too far behind. They're in, like, a slightly different player tier below. Um, yeah, I, I think Keontae George has been turning a lot of heads going, and people are, like, really hyped up for him. So, yeah, I'm actually very excited to watch this team. I, I'm thinking about um, watching a decent amount of them where I can. They're going to um, be more my league pass teams for sure. Yeah, I And I think with how the West is stacked up, where it can be very top heavy, and then, um, then a certain number of mishmash players. Um, I have them in the Blake Griffin Pistons tier as well. Okay. Um, here's one who that uh, I think is going to be a little bit more uh, fun to discuss. Um, because we, with the recent news that's been coming out, but. Where do you guys want to rank the Memphis Grizzlies going into this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, – I don't know. I think I'm approaching the Grizzlies the same way I'm approaching my friend Ja. I just – I feel Josh. like they're <laughs> – <laughs> I 
Where I'm just really well. Honestly, the way I, the way I approach Josh is the same way I approach Josh. Where a lot of times it can speak, it can just be concerning behavior. But I do love the guy, and I feel like I feel like there is an MVP caliber person in there deep down. I love Josh. He's one of my favorite players, and if, again, this team has only thrived when he's not around. So hold on. They've only, they've only thrived uh, without him. I really think Desmond Bain is on my uh, my short list. Um, not number one, but number uh, two. I did that backwards. He's not number two, but number one for uh, my most improved player. So I think they'll hold that on the fort enough until he gets there. I, I think they're just uh, they're, they're structured. I think there's a lot of uh, you know new moving parts to a lot of these West teams, but they have a nice culture established with Taylor Jenkins. I like this team a lot to still be. But again, as much as I like them, I, I, I think they still feel like a frisky out. Or I think they will, again, kind of like they have the past couple of years, I think there are really a good chance to win a playoff series. But I don't think they could string enough uh, enough energy to win two. So they're, they're right in the middle for frisky out for me. Yeah, for me, I'm I have... Oh, you could go, Riley. Well, I was just going to say, I, I think if we had done this a, a little while ago, I would have had them into that L.A. Dodgers tier. But um, I really think that Steven Adams is going to be, like, a pretty big thing for him. He's not going to play at all this year. Um, it sucks. I think, a, I think a lot of their guys are still going to be very good. But, again, like, to your point, like, the reason that they were able to kind of meld around a jawless team was because Tyus Jones was such a serviceable point guard and distributor and got everybody involved. I love Marcus Smart. I think he's going to do wonders for this team. I don't know what his role is going to look like like that. Um, I'm a little bit more down on this team than I think a lot of people are. Um, and I actually have them right with the Jazz in that Blake Griffin Pistons tier. That's crazy because I, I thought I was going to sound like a re- – uh, sorry, I almost said a bad word. I, I was gonna say the the really dumb the really dumb guy. Yeah, I was gonna sound like a a really dumb person. <laughs> you uh, are a really dumb person. <laughs> um, I was gonna sound like a really dumb person for having them in that Blake Griffin's Pistons tier as well, uh, because I I don't see it. I just don't like this team. I don't. And you brought on a lot of the points. So I don't need to repeat myself, but no Tyus Jones and no Stephen Adams hurts them, and yeah. I'm not as high on Jaron Jackson as a lot of people. I just I don't love what he brings to a team and his injury history. I get it. He's really good on defense. Uh but when he's I mean Desmond Bain's gonna be their number one option. I like Desmond Bain, but I don't think he's good enough to be the number one guy. And Jaron Jackson's not good enough to be a number two guy. And Marcus Smart's gonna have just eventually gonna start being like, all right, I guess I have to be the guy and that's gonna be the worst thing that could happen. And I just think things aren't gonna work. And I think Jaw's gonna eventually get back and kind of write the ship a little bit, and they'll be, like, good enough. But um, that's why I kind of have them at the bottom. I think they're going to be, like, a 7-8 seed. Yep. We're going to talk about Bain the same way we talk about Mikel Bridges. I love Bain. That's all That's all I'll give them. Yeah, that, that, that's interesting. So I think that's a hoop fiends were certified down on the Memphis Grizzlies. This is, uh, this is interesting. I vote, yes. Uh, Okay, um, moving in, we can knock out another easy one here. Um, the Denver Nuggets. Is, is again, is there anything really interesting to say? I feel bad because everyone keeps like roasting them and basically saying like 
oh, no one wants to talk about the Denver Nuggets anymore. But it's like, I don't really know what you want to say. Like, they're just, like, really, really good. Yeah. And they're still really good. Well, the thing I'll say about them is that I think some people, like, are a little concerned with, like, losing Bruce Brown or did they get a little bit worse because they lost some bench guys. But as much as I love Bruce Brown, I think they might have even been yeah. better. Um, part of it is because they're going to have, like, a fully healthy – Jamal Murray all year and not like a Jamal Murray who's uh, coming back from an ACL tear. And I just really like their draft. I like Jalen Pickett. I like uh, Julian Strother, Hunter Tyson. I like all the guys that drafted. And I just think they have depth at the guard position. Uh, Michael Porter can get better. It's possible. Um, Aaron Gordon only gets better as he plays more with Jokic. And Jokic is Jokic. So I think they might even be better than last year somehow. They yeah, I think we get on Zeke Naji too. Your guy, John. Or, uh, Steve. I like Zeke. Who? <laughs> Zeke. Who you guys give it away. Is this, is this like when like, the teachers like in a high school like kind of drop subtle hints throughout the week about like answers on the test for who he played for? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's like, I like a... even Peyton Watson and Christian Brown, guys who barely got minutes yeah. in the postseason. And even Jay Huff, too. Yeah. I really, really like them. So I just I, – I think they're going to be even better than people expect somehow. With Jay Huff, you were making someone up. That guy does not play in the NBA. Jay but, um, we, we give – give I feel like the Warriors and the Heat get so much credit for just like, oh, they, they just developed guys out of nowhere. They were in the G League. Now, look at this guy. Like, they freak out over their uh, – their organization, but I think why can't the Nuggets be like that too? We can be so surprised by over the next Bruce Brown is, and I'm just again too. I think there's such such room for potential growth <laughs> out of a MPJ or, and I think Jamal Murray can get even better and and show why they are the best duo in the National Basketball Association. But he's not a hero. No, we're, we're gonna we're gonna edit that pod. <laughs> Next year, right. go listen to our Heroes and Villains pod if you haven't done it. It's our best work. Okay. Wow. Already, I'm just looking at these teams. The, the West is so much more interesting to talk about than the East. It's a bummer we started with the East. I mean, maybe it's good there's the enthusiasm, but I don't know. Um, I agree. Okay. What about the Minnesota Timberwolves? Thoughts, opinions? I'm not really frisky high, out. I'm not as high as many people on them personally, but I'll let you. I'll let you kind of go first, John. Again, I feel like with every team that we're talking about tonight, I'm just opening up with one kind of wild thought or take or the other. But just thinking about them uh, over the course of the off season, I just feel like it has to, like Edwards has only gotten a little, little bit better each year, but I feel like there really is potential for him to be one of the best players in the league. He just has such an it factor. And I, I, I have confidence this organization will lead that way. I feel like I'm kind of voting in that direction, banking on like a cat trade. I feel like this team can look a lot like the Donovan Mitchell and Utah Jazz if they just rework, if they just sub in, you know, Edwards in that spot. Um, we were really impressed with a lot of their role players towards the end of the year with Nas and McDaniels. So I don't know. I think there, there, there's just a lot of room for growth and for them to uh, – to improve upon, you know, what already does feel like a change in culture over the last couple of years for them. So I'm, I'm going to put them in that third tier of Frisky out. I think they can win a playoff series, but that's their that's their peak. You mentioned a change in culture there, but I think, you're, again, you're bearing the lead where the changing culture is bad. The vibes <laughs> are bad. 
They don't like each other. They, so much there so, was like, a fight. Rudy Gobert punched one dude on his team, and then Jaden McDaniels was so mad about that, he broke his hand and couldn't play in the playoffs. And again, not that it would have mattered anyway, because they were going up against the Nuggets, so they had no chance. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think anybody would say they were they were one of the more disappointing teams uh, going into the league last year. Um they did a couple smart things too. Again, that they, they ended up getting bringing Nas back, um, but they're kind of just rolling with the team that they had last year with one or two new additions and like trying to see if they can make this thing all work. Um, yeah, I I don't I think the vibes are too bad to have them in the frisky tier, and I have them in the playing group. We're way too in lockstep, Riley. I don't like this. <laughs> Feeling good. I don't have as much reasoning as you. My basic reasoning is that from now on, any team that has Rudy Gobert on it, I'm just out on. So that's just where I am. Um, And I don't – I'm just not – haven't been impressed with Cat either, and I just don't like his attitude a lot and his uh, leadership abilities. So as much as I love Ant, I just can't get out of it. I think some teams in the West are better, um, and I have them in that play-in area as well. Well, if anyone needs to not do a podcast anymore, it's that guy. Yeah. Cats. Yeah. Well, you mean you mean future New York Nick? No. See, like I will, I'll be devastated. I can't have it. I can't have it. I will. I will veto. I need Joel Embiid. You are Team getting both. Zach Levine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, I don't want that either. All right. What about the Sacramento Kings? I think they were the big surprise, uh, coming into last year. Um who really t- kind of took the, the league by storm, having a great playoff series against the, the Warriors. Um, love to hear some of your guys' thoughts here. John, you've been a big De'Aaron Fox guy from the jump. <laughs> I do love De'Aaron. I'm really excited about this team. I, I just – I don't know if they did enough to ch- to get better from last year, so it sounds like kind of uh, being a bit of a hypocrite where I, I said that about other teams tonight. But I don't, I don't think they've changed enough to, to maybe – uh, I think are they still are the Dodgers if they win a playoff series I think they'll get better I think they can win a playoff series so I think I don't know as, as as things stands maybe they would have beaten the Warriors if they kind of run that run that back but I think they're they're pretty much as good as they were. Uh, this is I little, have. Oh, this is see, let me go first, Riley, because I don't know if you're going to be on the same wavelength as me again. Um, this is another team I'm like kind of out on this year. Uh. They kind of remind me a little bit of the Knicks two years ago uh, when we just, like, shocked the world, got in and played Atlanta as a five seed, got, was a little frisky, and then, you know, and then we we lost, and we sucked the next year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just, like, a very mid-41-41 and 41 team. You know, they won 48 no. last year, and I don't – love De'Aaron Fox. I don't love, love De'Aaron Fox. I think he had an awesome year last year, and I think some people are going to adjust to it. I think uh, Sabonis was exposed a lot in the playoffs last year. Um, And like you said, John, in a different light, I just don't think they got any better. Uh, They didn't bring anybody in to make their team better, and I think they really needed to make some adjustments. I think they're going to either need to trade for somebody or they're going to find themselves very mid this year, but I recognize that's probably going to be a minority opinion. I think striking out in, in free agency is going to really bite them, but I think they're just one of the more complete teams in the West. 
I feel like I don't have a lot of questions about them. I really like um, uh, their head coach. I don't know. I'm 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 into the Kings. I'm I'm kind of putting them in the same category as like, um, like the Miami Dolphins or something, where like they're just like they took the league by storm for a little while, and no one could really figure it out. But now that you have like a full year of like finally figuring out the best way to attack them, which and and the Warriors really were able to kind of solve them by uh, implementing the great strategy of just stomping on the chest of the starting center. Um, that was pretty big for them. I, I I'm like kind of leading t- towards your opinion as well, Steve. I think I'm not out on them. I don't think they're in the LA Dodgers tier personally. I think they're in the frisky out tier. I think people are going to yeah. be like, – they're still going to be a tough out to play, but I don't think they're going to be a top three or four seed um, like they were last year. No, definitely. I, I think I, Yeah, they'll be right in the middle of the pack. They got Chris Duarte. I actually like that pickup. He's good. But right, they have well, a bunch of guys that are right around that same range. No, yeah. no real needle movers. No. All right. What about the New Orleans Pelicans? Um, I think we're all out on Zion. I think that uh, maybe maybe I'm being a bit presumptuous, but you I'm are. over it. You are. Oh, okay. Oh, please. Well, then, then enlighten me. I just I just shit on a bunch of Western Conference teams, so I have to pick somebody to be good, right? Um, I guess I so. There's really there's not much to it. I mean, you said the guy. I'm just I, I I'm kind of siding uh with Ryan Rosillo on this one a little bit. I kind of liked his take that's like he's got to be healthy at some point, right? Like maybe not, but like why not just keep betting that he is? Because what at one point maybe you'll be right, and if you are, you'll look like a genius. So that's just me. I think Zion, maybe just once, will stay healthy for like sixty games. And we saw how good this team could be. They led the West last year. They were the one seed. So I have them frisky, man. I really think they could be. Um, I I definitely can understand anyone going in any direction on this, but I just like the potential that they have. I like their, their team. I like their yeah. team. I, I like the the group, but. Yeah, if if the the machine isn't running, I, I don't know. Um, I I think they still could be frisky. They, they they exhibited some forms of competence without Zion there. They don't really need him in the same way. I think he could help take them to new heights. But I don't know. I, again, I think the vibes there are are a little bit off. I don't really know what's going on there. He seems unhappy. They seem unhappy with him, and it's I definitely. It, it's, he's just such an anomaly because we've seen him and seen the power, and it literally shows flashes of top ten players. So the, the comparison of him, it's about to compare him to Ben Simmons, in the sense that it's just how can you trust that we're going to get anything out of these guys? But I just can't bet on either of them in that sense. Just we just have not seen them on the court. But, um, it's 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 a really weird situation, but I feel like I'm actually putting them back into uh into piston zone. Okay, so I had him into the the Terry Deets Frisky. You had him in Piston. Steve, where'd you have him? I have him Frisky. Okay, so I'm going to put him at the bottom of Frisky then. I hate to be that guy. I'm, I'm usually off the list, but not here. All right, let, let, let's knock out a couple more easier ones here. 
The, the Portland Trailblazers, does, it, does anyone have any big shocking takes for this team? No. No, I think they're going to be awful. Even League Pass? League Pass for this? I'm excited to see Scoot. That's about it, though. Excited to see Scoot and Rob. Love those guys. John's best Is friend, Rob DeAndre Aiden. Is Rob going to play, though? <laughs> uh, hopefully a little while. But, like, they're, they have Aiden, so it's like, when is he just going to, like, back him up? Could I could I just put on like some like notification on my phone that's like it's like when fantasy football where it's like TJ Hawkinson is in the red zone. Can I have like Rob Williams is on the floor? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. good. I just wonder how how much this team is gonna look like it it does on day one at the end of the year. They're gonna end up just cutting this team apart, and they don't have. I feel like they're gonna have much less you know shame about it than um like the Raptors will. They're gonna move people around. I mean, they have um, a couple of Steve's favorite players here, too. You know, we got DeAndre Ayton there. Um, we got Matisse Thibel. I hate, I hate that team. We have Chris Murray. Brother I, Murray. I, I like Chris Murray in real life, not him. All right. I well, that. yeah, it, I, I'm sorry. I, I think the Trailblazers, Scoot, this is just going to be the Scoot show, I think. We'll, we'll just kind of just watch how he performs and – I take it from there. That's going to be he's the only a, fun you have there. He's in a great situation to just go off. It's not like he got drafted in on a team where it, it it's going to he's not to mix with other uh, you know personalities or things like that. He he's going to have a, an open runaway to just show the world who he is. Oh right. What about the Los Angeles Lakers? I'm curious to hear a bunch of the different. Thoughts going on around here. I feel like there's a lot of ways this team could go. Yeah, why don't, why don't I lead it off? Bat lead off. Um, I I hate to say it, but I think this team's gonna be really good in the regular season. Um, it's another one of those things where I think they brought in so much depth and finally kind of figured out that uh, the three superstar thing isn't really what you need. You need two stars and a lot of depth around them. Um, I don't know what if I necessarily love the guys they brought in. Um, but they did bring a lot of pieces. I think it's going to help, um, and I think it's going to really, really help their regular season and the woes they had last year, you know, where they barely scraped by, and then after they traded away Russell Westbrook, they stormed uh, stormed the gates, let's say, and became really good and ended up making a lot of noise and just not looking good against Denver in the playoffs. And I think that's going to ultimately be their fate. I don't think they're good enough uh, to compete at the highest level. I don't think they're um, good enough necessarily to beat the Suns or beat the Nuggets, but I honestly might even have them at title contender. I'm not even kidding. I think they're that good. Nice. I'll just carry the baton right with you, and I can't believe it, but if this team has a healthy Anthony Davis, I feel like they are a top top four team in the league. You're right. I really liked a lot of the moves they've made this year, and just it seems like Darvin Ham is a good coach for them. They're, They're title contenders. I'm excited for them. I think they're going to yeah, take D'Lo, too, and make something work and get another piece in there as well. I don't think D'Lo's there long-term. No, they're going to get one of the Bulls guys. I'm, like, pretty confident about it. Yes. Again, and, and they brought in my mortal enemy, Gabe Vincent. If I see anybody in a Gabe Vincent Lakers jersey, I will fight them. Well, who, who is an... that? Are you, like, a, a Heat supporter, and now you're, like that, – that that strikes a lot of questions. No, again, that's what I'm saying. Come find me. I'm calling you out directly. <laughs> and we'll take it from there. 
I think oh, the, um, the Christian Wood move, too, is a little bit under the radar for them. I know he had some issues with Dallas, and he's not good on defense, but I think he could be a good spell for Anthony Davis coming off the bench. Um, I, I You know, Torian Prince is fine. Like, they did some fine things. Um, and I'm not necessarily as high as on Austin Reeves as, like, a Bill Simmons or some other people around the world, but I think he's serviceable. I think he's a very good option for them. I think he plays well with LeBron. I just think they're going to be tough to beat. I really do. Uh, yeah. What, what kind of work are we getting out of LeBron this year, guys? Yeah. I think he's going to be all in on the grind set. Um, yeah. But again, I think for him, the, the Lakers, they're like actually like deep now. So like they can spell him a little more. I, I'm feeling yeah. good about it. That's how I feel too. I feel like he can, you know, give more of a supporting actor performance rather than the best actor. And I think that's going to be huge for this team. Okay. What about everyone's favorite in the media, darling, the Oklahoma City Thunder? Steven's favorite as well. I love him. I love OKC. Um, it's really hard to kind of rank them in this because <laughs> I almost like want to put them in tier two, but it wouldn't really make sense to put them in like a Dodgers tier. Uh, but I, yeah, I have them as Frisky, Terry Dietz. Like, I think they're going to be that, uh, that good. I think they're going to be a mid team. Uh, during the regular season, I've also unlocked up with Bill Simmons. I think they could win like 40, 47, 48 games. I think Chet Holmgren is going to have a huge impact to them. Um, and I think SGA is just that good. I think he's a top 10 guy in the league. And when you have a top 10 guy and a lot of good supporting cast, you guys know how much I love Josh Giddy as well. Jalen Williams is awesome. Uh, Lou Dort's so much fun. They just have so many talented guys. I can't see this team being bad. Hi right, John, where do you where do you want to go with him? I can't believe it because I I thought you'd be even higher. I'm gonna take that and raise you to a Dodgers. I think they're at the very bottom of the number two tier in the West. They remind me a lot of what you know the Hawks were in that you know Eastern Conference Finals run a few years ago, where they just have a lot of people that are hungry. I think they have nothing to they only have nothing to lose because if they just I think you look at the season as a disappointment if they're just a playing team. But everyone's so high on them, and they still just have so much time on their hands, still so many picks, and everyone's so young that as long as they just get to the playoffs, that they'll be set. But I think they're more than that. I think that I think they're going to win a playoff series, maybe even two. They might even get to the conference finals and, and end up losing it to the Nuggets. But I just wouldn't be surprised if this team starts beating people because they've got two things that just blow me away. They're pretty complete and have a lot of depth, and I think and they have SGA. That is, I think, on the just the very fringe of a, of a top ten player in this league, and is only going to get better. So I think they're just primed to really take off. The hype is real. It's almost like a cliche at this point, but why not just buy all the way into it? What if they just traded like all of their picks and like Dort for Luca like tomorrow? They win the NBA Finals. They could. But I don't know. Then, then, then the ball movement comes to a halt, and they're not fun anymore. All right. Well, I, I, I have them in the, in the Dodgers tier too. Um, I, th- well, I think I'm okay with it. Then go up. Feel free. Yeah, I think this. I think second, second round exit is, the destiny for this team. I'd say that in a positive light. Um, I think this is the year away. They, they need to get. Chet actually have some real time under his feet and 
before I can feel confident about them becoming like a real, real sneaky contender. But um, yeah, I, I think this is the year before the year, as, as uh, some people may say. Okay. What about the Houston Rockets? Does anyone have positive feelings about the Houston Rockets? I, I can't imagine. I don't even want to watch them. Steven <laughs> likes the yeah, Houston Rockets. You like Steven? them? I do. I do like the Houston Rockets. Is it is it because of the Thompson? It, I, well, there's a, there's a lot of factors. Okay, listen, they're they're going to be in the bottom the bottom tier of tank and tank adjacent. Uh, they're kind of, but I kind of have the similar sentiment about them that I do the Pistons. I think they're going to be trying to win. Uh, I think. Listen, I could shit on Dylan Brooks as much as the next guy. I think I did. Um, but you know, you guys, I don't know if you got to watch him in uh the FIBA World Cup at all, but like he was good for Canada. Like it worked. And I don't know, coming into a culture like uh the Houston Rockets, which was already awful, he can't ruin it much worse. And I think bringing in a guy like Fred Van Fleet as well. Um, they just you don't make those moves unless you're going to be trying to win and God knows I love Shingoon and how much I like Shingoon. You bring in Thompson, I like Jabari. I just kind of like their guys and the only guy I don't like is Jalen Green, but maybe you just convince him to make it work. They are like stupidly deep, but at what cost? I I agree like yeah. But it, it, it it's again who who's driving the car? Like they they have like a good pieces of a bunch of them Red, together. Red but... Van Fleet is a finals winning point guard. He is. I loved him. I, I did. And Ime Udoka is I, a I finals... believe in him to be able to do it. I do. Ime Udoka is a, a, a real coach. That's what I'm um, saying. I think people are I miss him. him. He's a real coach when he had like one of the best teams in the league. I think he's working with something that could get there someday. I think that they're in an at a different league than I think we were talking about this in the offseason. There's like we almost had a tier of like the Rockets, Thunder Magic, or maybe some other tier like Jazz, where it's like you have really fun, young, exciting parts. But out of those like teams, I feel like I, I firmly place the Rockets at the at the very bottom because we don't even know what all those parts are yet. A lot of people are very doubtful about Jalen Green. Um, we're really confused about just Jabari Smith uh, himself, too. We don't know how great of a pick that's going to end up being. So, Yeah, I, I have them in the tank adjacent. Um, I I think kind of echoing John's statement, too, I, I think they could be good, I think, um, in the sense that we're talking about the Trailblazers versus the Rockets. I feel like we know a little bit more about who the Trailblazers players are than the Rockets. The, the unknown may kind of blame people, optimistic people to swing towards the upside. Um, so I, I'm going to – they're all in the tank adjacent here, but I, I think they may finish with a better record than the Blazers. Steve, what do you think? I have them miles ahead of the Blazers. Oh, okay. But, like, again, I still have them in that bottom tier, don't get me wrong. But, like, if you're giving me um, – I have another team in, uh, in that tier as well we'll talk about later. But if you're giving me all the teams in that bottom tier and you're telling me – um, you have to pick one that's going to make a run to the play-in and you know, maybe win the 10-9 game and then lose the 7-8 game, I would pick the Rockets. I have that much belief in them. And again, right, Ime Udoka, what he did for that Celtics culture, I think he really can do for Houston. I'm just like all the way in in weird ways for this Houston team. 
Interesting. Have you ever been this high in a Houston team ever? No, probably not. I actually probably – I like this team more than the James Harden and Chris Paul Rockets. Who wouldn't? <laughs> um. All right, let's bring the vibes way down here and talk about the Dallas Mavericks a little bit. <laughs> I hate them. I really hate them. I, I, I think they're the roster they're trying to do is uh, doing a disservice to the team that they're trying to develop. Um, it, it's really all focusing on, you know, having Kyrie here. They, they can't find a team that works with Lucas' play style. They're still trying to go big for some reason um, rather than just mimicking that same Rockets team you were just talking about. Um, I'm over it. I hated them last year hate them this year. Yeah, I don't know how they managed to, like, piss me off more as a team this year than they did last year, but you bring in a guy like Grant Williams and you're able to do that because I hate Grant Williams and he fits in that roster just as well. Um, I did like their rookie – I like Derek Lively a bit, but, like, I don't see him coming in and, like, changing my opinion on a Dallas team that didn't even make the playoffs last year, and I think they're going to be in the same spot, like that 8-10, to 10, 11 range. Yep. I don't think they're going to be any better than that. I, yeah, <laughs> I agree with your sentiment that you said earlier too, Riley, about Luca. And I think he could be the next star traded along with Joel Embiid. I think he's in that um, mold because he's gonna be like, I don't want to play with Kyrie. This is a disaster. Let me out. Yep. Yeah, very good chance that you know both of them aren't on this team in year year and a half, and they just the third best player is Grant Williams, and that's a scary thing. I, I, I'm, you know, I could go on and have my own podcast about my feelings about just kind of being bored of this team, and I don't want to be feel that way with Luke. I want to see him thrive and be in a good system. So they're on, they're on blow it up watch, in my opinion. If if not by the end of this year, at the start of next year. I think this is the most negative we felt about a team in that sense, where it's like you guys, they're not like bad. Like again, I feel like they're in that play in group, but. They're just like they're frustrating. Like I don't like the team that they have to put together. Or it, it's it's doing a disservice to basketball. Yeah, it's like it's weird because I feel like a lot of people, if you give them the Mavs, Grizzlies, and Minnesota, so you're gonna like one of those teams. But I sit here and I'm like, I hate all three. Like it's, I just don't like anything about any of them. I don't think any of them are like conference finals bound by any means. Even though the Mavericks just had this like crazy run. But I just feel like Luca has so much less room to like cook that, you know, that, during that, that that run two years ago. Okay, what about the Phoenix Suns? Here, that's another team we've always been negative on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to be negative on a team that you know, probably has the best big three in the NBA, and we've talked about it though. You know, it's not really a big three league anymore. It's more about big two and your depth around it, and I still question that depth around it. But at the end of the day, I mean, this team has Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal, and a, a use of Nurkic player who I like. Um, so that being said, it's there's a chance that all these guys get injured, yes, but there's still no doubt about it in my head that they're title contenders. I mean, it's hard to not make the case for that, even though I don't – I mean, we have the at the bottom of that tier as well, but I still think they're that good. The only issue I have with them, and because I, I agree with everything you're saying, is I'm pretty sure Bull Bull is their fourth best player, which <laughs> is not awesome. Oh, he's not better. Like, and I love Bull Bull. Come on. 
I don't know. Dude, so that's the thing. Well, is, all that's right. Th- you know what? I'm I'm standing my ground. The sentiment around Nikolai Jokic that maybe you guys feel, but that Bill Simmons and his crew spread is blasphemous. He's not a bottom like 30 center in the league. Yes, he has trouble staying healthy, but when he's healthy, he's not bad. He's like okay at the very least. He's not that bad. I'm tired of the slander. No, he's he's fine, but I love Bobo. He's fun, but anyway. like he gets hot every once in a while. You can't rely on him to take you there. Their their depth having uh be being glaringly low is is real. Well and and, and that's why for me, like they feel I feel so good with them in the LA Dodgers tier is that like those are not issues that I see with the Nuggets and Lakers. There is that's like a glaring thing that I see with the Phoenix Suns that makes them me doubt them in the playoffs. And again, maybe it won't matter, but like um I think the tier risks of tier lists are done for a reason. It's like, well, like I don't think the Phoenix Suns are as good as the Lakers and the and the Nuggets side. I don't really feel comfortable putting them in the same tier. So I would have them in the LA Dodgers tier. I think they're very, very good. They're at the top of that group, but not having like a a fifth guy, maybe even a fourth guy you feel comfortable really going to and playing for forty minutes, it's gonna be tough. I think I looked at just um you know two title contenders for conference and I think I'm gonna stick to that. I don't think I I think I only had two in the East being the Celtics and the Bucks and I think I'm staying that way with it being the Lakers and the Nuggets. I think they're just on the fringe. The same way that I come down on, you know, Davis and his health and availability. And um the same way people murder Kawhi, like Durant I think is the most talented out of those three guys, but I think he's gonna really struggle again. And he I, needs to be on the court more than ever. I think you guys are absolutely crazy. Maybe we're just being haters. I you don't know, know. And I hate them too. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know how you could sit here and tell me a team with Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal is not a title contender. I, I mean, us three could be the three through six men and we'd be like a top five seed in the West. <laughs> we, we'd be so just right as there. good as Yusuf Nurkic. Well, no, that that was disrespectful again. I I I might have to become a Suns guy because somebody needs to defend their honor, and I just think it's crazy the disrespect they're getting. I do love Devin Booker. I feel like Devin Booker has the the level in him to be. I think he broke into like that top ten pantheon last year, and I think mm-hmm. he has a chance to keep going even higher. Um, if they really want him to do it. I'm curious to see what a full season of him and Durant looks like. We, I feel like we, we kind of got it just remotely teased. So this is going to be something big. Um, I mean, you, you know my feelings on Bradley Beal, so I don't really have positive things to say. Um, this is all about if Devin Booker is him or not. Um, all right, we have three more here. We're so close to being done. We can close this out. Um, what about the San Antonio Spurs? Obviously, the big winners of the offseason here. Um, I think I'm very excited to watch them uh, going into this year for one name and one name only. I wonder if that one name moves them up anywhere past the tank-adjacent tier. Nah, I'm out. They might be the uh, the, the Brooklyn Nets uh, Hoop Fiends tour team. <laughs> I'd love to go see Wimbanyama in person, especially this year. I think he, you know, could even like. I think the the sky's the limit. He could be an all star, but the the supporting cast around him is is just teed up for him to get another lottery pick to help them to seriously play for the future. No, I it's think not twenty twenty three. 
Yeah, I think they're uh, t- uh bottom three team in the entire league. I love Wemby, and I think he's going to be freaking awesome. But there's no way he plays more than, like, 60 games either. Pop's going to rest him. He's going to have, like, a ankle tweak. Like, it's going to happen. And I think he's going to be absolutely awesome when he's on the court. Uh, but besides from him, they have, like, zero talent. So, yes. Keldon Johnson, Sohan, like, these are okay guys. Uh, who's the guy, Vassell? Like, they're okay, but they're not winning games. The NBA is too talented, and they're just – like, I – this is the team I was referring to earlier. I think the Rockets smoke the Spurs in a, in a, in a game every time they play. I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with that. They, they do have McBuckets in there, though. <laughs> he brings an element. Yeah. I know. I, I think I'm totally with you. It, this is the Wemby show. That's going to make me watch them. Yeah, I'm going to watch a lot of them, though, because I just want to watch Wemby. Yeah, but they, as a team, they suck. They were horrible last year. It's literally like this, pretty much the same roster anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not trying to go for it or, or do anything special here. They're, this is just going through the motions and see how we can do it. Pops aligned. Um, this is how the Patriots are going to look next year when they get Caleb Williams, I think. I uh, don't know. win this week. <laughs> Huge win this week. Just don't beat the um, Jets at the end of the year. I mean, that's a given, but we got to finish up the NBA talk. Um, all right. Let's do Steve's uh, title favorite uh, team year in and year out, the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm curious to see, Steve, again. You're always very high on the Clippers. This is one of your certified teams. I'm, I want to hear what you think about them right now. I mean, like – how can I not like pick them to at least make a run? Because at this point I'm stuck. It's I can't flip on them because if I flip on them, this is going to be the year where Paul George and Kawhi are healthy. And I stand by if they stay healthy, they're going to be really, really good. I like the depth they have, and I believe it or not, I real I we talked about it enough. I love what Russell Westbrook was able to do for them. Me too. Also. Um and. You know, there's a wrinkle where they get James Harden, too. And that would be the craziest, like, 2K fantasy basketball lineup if they were running out Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. Like, it's almost borderline funny. Like, I don't even think – I don't know how the heck that would work. But, yeah, I'm stuck. I'm putting them in, like, my L.A. Dodgers tier and just – I think they'll make the playoffs. I mean, they were able to be a fifth seed last year. They scared the Suns for a game or two. Um, so I think they're good enough, even if one of Paul George and Kawhi doesn't stay healthy. But just that added wild card of if they do, I think they have the upside to be in that title contenders. But I can't in good conscience put them that high. Yeah, they're like high. Yeah, not t- title contenders, but high high Dodgers. I think that they're just really well coached. And yeah, if we're willing to roll the dice on other people staying healthy, why not these guys? And I just think that if they can all play, they're going to be hungry to finally prove people wrong. And I, I, I actually just for the sake of basketball, like, I, I like, I like want to see it. We were promised like a Lakers Clippers rivalry in the West pre-pandemic, and we never got it. So it'd be kind of interesting if, for once, we kind of uh, got to see what it would just truly be like. I, I think you guys have both convinced me. I had them in the Terry Deets frisky tier as like I think. Pe- People just forgot about them, but maybe they really are. Like looking at their their roster, top to bottom, they still have a, a solid team together. They they played the Suns very very close 
last year. Russell Westbrook looked great. I'm curious to see if he's able to continue that at all, or if it was simply a hot streak. Um, I genuinely I, think I, it's real. I think Russ can still be a valuable player. You guys, I've been standing by that for a while now, that I just the Lakers thing was never going to work, and I think he needed to be freed. I still think he could be a valuable player in the league. If we're going with recency bias, yeah. I'm going to put them in the LA Dodgers tier, move them up, but I'm putting them at the low end. I think the Thunder and the Suns are still better for me. Yeah, see, that's where it got tough. It's like as much as I love the Thunder and I have them in my frisky, it's like we're putting a team that literally hasn't even made the playoffs ahead of the Clippers. Like, I get it. I get the hype. I'm in on the hype too. It's just, it was tough for me. Um, And it just sounds crazy on paper, but I'm all the way in. Like, let's go OKC. Let's do it. Let's make a run. Let's do it. Yeah, we need fun here. All right, and let's end this off on a high note. John's least favorite team in the NBA, the Golden Not State this year. Warriors. Oh, Not this whoa. year. I really like them this year. Wow. Why? I mean, <laughs> let's 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 wind the clock back. Oh, we're uh, we're moving Chris Paul on from the Rockets. Oh, he's he's going on the Thunder. That's so boring. Takes him to the playoffs. Oh, he doesn't find a home in OKC. All right, that's interesting. He goes to the Suns. You know, fun bubble team. They're two finals wins away from uh, NBA champions in the finals. Has he gone through some more injuries and aged over the three years since then? Yes, but he hasn't played with a player like Curry in, in either of those situations. I think Curry just being unleashed a little bit more and having his – um. His you know, floor managing alleviated a bit by the you know, the point god Chris Paul and Paul himself having to really wind back on having to score. I think they're going to complement each other really well. And I think there is such a thing as addition by subtraction in the NBA. We were talking about that with the Hawks. You know, with with um pulled us off that team. I think they just really need to bank on one of the young guys that they drafted. A few years ago, with the hit, and I think it is going to be Kaminga. They're just kind of sound. Um, they can finally be in harmony again. I feel like things are going to be much more uh, back to their old ways. And again, I think you're just you just can't count them out. It was hard for me, honestly, to not put them as a title contender. But thinking about everything else that we've listed out, it's it'd be weird to have them as a title contender and not the Suns and Clippers. So. They're right in the middle of that uh, second-tier Dodgers pack for me. But just I can't wait to see what this fit looks like. Yes, Paul is old, and yes, he's injury-prone, but let's see it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Chris Paul thing. It's like, yeah, listen, he might be a little washed. He might be um, old. He might be a weird fit, but it's just generations and miles ahead of what Jordan Poole ruined with this team last year. He single-handedly pretty much ruined this team's playoff hopes, they would have beat Golden, uh, the Lakers. I, I'm sure of it if he just wasn't abysmal and can make a shot. Um, so, like you said, addition by subtraction there. Um, and, yeah, I, I have him in that Dodgers tier, too, as much as I wanted to put him in that title contender. I can't do it because I'm just so, so uh, mystified and wondering whether or not Clay Thompson truly has it or he has lost it. I mean, if he lost it, they just aren't good enough. But if he can bounce back and be – at least like he was in the finals two years ago, or just, you know, just be good. Just not like, I don't know. I don't know what to say about him. He just needs to not suck and like be relevant. And I think the Warriors can win a title, but yeah, that's pretty much all it's on. And, you know, having Wiggins back, 
Um, hopefully with no family issues as well. It's going to be a big boon for them as well. So have them high Dodgers tier. Um, have them right with the, I guess the Suns, even though I don't, whatever. But Interesting, because I, I was a little bit more down on them overall. I, I didn't really love their roster. I, I think this was like, this is the year for, for Moody and Kaminga to show that like there's something there. Um, they I really need to see a little bit more of them. I think it's interesting you guys are talking about Chris Paul establishing a winning culture with the Golden State Warriors, like one of the most successful basketball teams of all time right now. Um, but I, I understand the nuances of where you guys are coming from. Um, I feel like their roster is just getting a little bit older, and I don't really feel like they've been able to properly address it. I, I don't really think that their team is going to be able to come together in the same way. I think they have Steph Curry, which alone makes them frisky. But if they lost him, I think for a little while they'd be – right on the fringes of the play-in here. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll give you guys LA Dodgers for this one. I, I just know that I don't agree with it. I, I'm the anti-Warriors right now. That's going to – was that our last team? That was it. We we did it. That That is the entire so thing. That was going to be my last question before we move into part three. Um, is there a team between the East and the West that you just, like – adamantly disagree with for you Riley is it the Warriors is that the one you like disagree with the most about where we ended for up? how we did for how we did our entire rankings yeah probably yeah I think I, I would have them a little bit lower um overall John do you have a team like that that you were just like I can't believe these guys were like that high or that low on this team the Wizards <laughs> besides <laughs> from them I know you guys in the in the West really were lining up completely um I, I kind of thought I have I'd have you hate on the Suns with me there, Steve. I was I like, but you you having them as contenders is going to have me kind of coming down to earth a bit more. Uh, kind of same with the Kings. I thought you guys might be a little bit more on the Kings repeating some success. Yeah, I think my biggest one was the Suns. It's like I just as much as I don't like the team, it's like I just cannot fathom how you guys don't have them as a title contender. It's like come on, nah. <laughs> nah, I mean that's the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? It's. I mean, it's fair. I just, right now, I'm just not feeling it right this exact moment in time. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. Start, like, they're gonna start like thirteen and zero, and it's like, well, shit. We'll blow yeah. out the uh, the Nuggets tomorrow. So no, I'll just nuggets say this at at one twenty two on a Monday, <laughs> where I have to go to work. I have to be at work in seven and a half hours. Nah, not feeling it. That's and that's enough. All right, so that'll do it for part two of this pod. That concludes our NBA conference tier list. We got to talk about every single team painfully um, through about an hour or two of potting. So uh, follow us on at Hoofings Pod and subscribe on Apple and Spotify to check out part one and check out part three, which will be coming in just a moment. We'll catch you guys in about a couple minutes.